everyone, and welcome to Minute 84 of Movie Around Minute, the daily podcast, where we take a wild trip through the 1987 John Hughes comedy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Travis Bowe of the Watchmen Minute. Welcome back, Travis. Hey, glad to be here. I'm glad to have you back. Just uh, try not try not to laugh too much to yourself uh, when no one else is around. <laughs> Try, try. Uh, Neil I always say laugh. Yeah, I always say laugh like no one's watching. <laughs> Just millions of people from afar, but no one, no one next yeah. door to her. No one, no one next to him. You know that 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 the train that Neil is on looks completely abandoned. So yeah, that was kind of my first note. It was just imagine the person looking at Neil. You yeah, know, someone else on the train. Who's gonna get up and move further back or to the other car? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This, this guy's not raging psychopath. <laughs> Completely. So minute 84 begins with Neil laughing to himself once again and ends with Neil asking a query. So yesterday we had a, uh, a, a fantasy minute where Neil got to fantasize about what his Thanksgiving dinner might look like and then started recalling some of the uh, funny moments between Dell and Neil along their their journey. <laughs> They're off the beaten track, <laughs> I guess you can say. And this minute continues with that, but we actually get a little bit of dialogue, unlike yesterday where we had no dialogue whatsoever. So it starts off once again with Neil laughing on the train, and then he reminisces about the, uh, I, I, I like to call it the Chatty Cathy moment. There's a shout out to Jim O'Kane, who, who we talked about that months and months ago, about the Chatty Cathy doll that, mm. you know, oh, yeah. uh, where Neil pulling was just the... pulling pulling the string the whole way through uh, back in their, their first night at their first motel. And then uh, Neil recalls Dell's response to that. I like, I like me. My wife likes me. And then uh, we get a shot of Neil pondering. I think I think yesterday when we were talking about the fact that they got Neil, you know, they got they, they filmed Steve Martin a few times just thinking. I think this is more what they're referring to, not the the laughing, because you know here he's hmm. he's he's actually thinking more. You know, he doesn't look yeah. like he's you know he's he's getting himself in the zone. I guess you can say. He's pondering. He's he's recalling these these moments, and he's kind of piecing things together. And he's considering, like, yes, like, like he's right. No, but I'm talking about in real life. We was... talked about we talked about the the, the the used this raw footage of Martin just sitting there, you know, in between takes. And it's mm-hmm. possible that this is what they're doing, where they said, "Oh wow, he looks like he's pondering. He's thinking about what he's going to do in the next scene or whatever it is." But yeah, yeah. you're right. I, I mean, don't know if I buy that. Okay. It's possible. I, I don't I know. I think this is, a, yeah. I think this is a performance. You know, that he's considering. Like they've probably told him we're going to use these scenes of you remembering what he said about uh, about, about his wife, home, right. about his wife. Yeah. So. Right. And and then we get a shot of the the the, the you know Neil in the second motel, the old Rancho Motel. Where you know he's holding the booze in his hand, and he he basically says to to Dell at the very least, at the absolute minimum, 
You've got a woman you love to grow old with, right? And I mean, I like the fact that they don't show the response from Dell at that point. You know, they mix and match yeah. responses from different places. Like, because again, he's putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. At that point, he recalls his own comment in the cafe where he says, I've been spending too much time away from home. And then Dell's response was, "Is I haven't been home in years. And then we hear hear that two more times. You know, like to try to to nail that 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 thought in there. Yeah. You know, and then you know we get we get another shot of Neil. You know, he starts looking to the side, trying to like think about it. And like he, it, it's very funny the way that that his eyes move back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like he moves his moves his head back and forth. He's, you know, he's even you know. And then we hear the sound like reverberating in his ears. It's like it's it's finally. The the light bulb has now gone on above his head. Yeah, yeah. Last thing he does kind of before, like he clenches his jaw like he's chewing on like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I, f- I think I figured something out. What should I do? And then. Right. And then he looks like he's actually about to start to get up. Yeah. As as they cut the shot. You know, and then we, we see a shot of the train coming back into the station. It's the exact sensation that we were talking about earlier in the week. LaSalle and Van Buren. I did notice that it's uh, it's four yes four cars that's this correct. time. Mm-hmm. This time it's four cars, so it's not necessarily the same train. But again, it then asks the question: Okay, where did he get the money for the transfer? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, if unless unless uh, Dell gave him a little bit of change, a walking you know, around in case, money in case you need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case you need it, why not? And then we, we see the train doors open up and, and Neil runs out frantically. And then we see him enter the the, the station, you know, the, the 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 waiting area of the station. And what what what's very interesting is, is on the as soon as he walks into into the to the station, we see a, a, a chart in the background. Mm. Okay, and it says on it uh, rapid transit chart. Okay, which basically maps out the various routes of the different trains in on in the loop, right? So we know that Neil is is actually traveling traveling to uh, I think it's called Kennelsworth. I think that's where he needs to go. So I I looked up where is Kennelsworth, and so it's actually not on that chart. I found a copy of that rapid transit chart from. 1987 and it, it shows all the different destinations i mean it's just amazing you can you can actually also see the loop you see the the rectangle and basically neil needed to travel north to go to uh, evanston east and beyond because kennelsworth is is slightly beyond uh linden i think that's the, the name of the town right beforehand yeah. so i also looked to see how long that trip is so it would have been a 31 minute trip on on the the train so you know it makes you wonder at what point he realized that he needed to you know he's rushing to get home before the 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 football game ends you know and now he's actually gonna stop and go back you know how long did it take him to i mean we saw that it took him a a minute and 20 seconds or something like that so maybe maybe he didn't get very far before he decided to get off the train and and go back but i i like the 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 trick camera shot here where we think that he's still on the same train. 
you know, as he's getting off the train and going, you know, for, did you, what did you think when you saw this since, since you haven't seen this before, when he got off that train, did you think he was going in and running towards Delphi? Oh yeah. Yeah. Were you able to figure that out at this point? Yeah. I think it, it, it gives you everything you need to, to see this coming, I think. Right. Okay. No, that's fair. Also, I mean, again, if, if you notice that the train is going in the opposite direction. Yeah. So that, that also is, is a little bit of, uh, of a, of a hint to the whole thing. And as he gets into the, to, to the waiting area, you see that the room is completely empty except for Dell who's sitting there. And he actually seems quite surprised. He looks, he looks like he's actually been caught red handed yeah. or something. Like it busted. You know? Like you got me. I have nowhere to go. Yeah. And then we get a shot of Neil looking over at Dell and it's, it's just, this is one of the moments where you can see that the two of them are such great actors because they they can give off so much just with their looks. You know, Dell is as as we said, he feels like he's been caught red-handed with something, which in reality what has he been caught red-handed with? The fact that he didn't say that he's really going home. I mean, that that that's what he's been caught with. You know, he'll he'll make do. Dell is the type of guy who will will find a place to go. He's going to you know, he'll find some place to have his uh, turkey roll. Yeah. You know, as, as he stated uh, uh, months ago. So, and then Neil looks at him and, and asks the biggest question that he could ask. He says, Dell, what are you doing here? And, I mean, that that's actually a great way for this minute to end. You know, leave us in a cliffhanger. Actually, this... You know, what is Dell doing yeah, here? Yeah, this whole week has had really nicely segmented minutes. I've thought. Yes. Yeah. Well, again, think about it. They they had to cut down a, a very long movie. Yeah. So I guess John Hughes knew how to cut it down properly. He knew he knew that 35 years in the future, someone was going to be doing a movies by minute podcast right. about his movie. It's just I'm going to make it easier yeah. for 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 Rob and his guests. We'll just we'll we'll cut things at good places. Who knows? Now, I mean, this this whole minute. And part of yesterday's minute, or actually mostly this minute, it feels to me like, like you know, they used to have those, or they might still have them sometimes, those TV recap shows. Yeah. You know, the, the, like this, the, the second to last show of the season or something like that, they would, they would find some reason where they just need to have this short little, you know, uh, story sure. that really means nothing. But throughout the entire story, you have the character or characters, you know, thinking about all the different episodes that happened beforehand mm. and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I did a little bit of research on this and I found out that, that most of the, most shows did this in order to stretch the budget. Mm. You know, because this way they would just reuse old, yeah. old footage and they would just have to, to put in a little bit of uh, yeah, narrative. I glue. Always, uh, <clears throat> Star Trek next generation has had a few of these and one was like, they had to do surgery on Riker. And so he was like trapped in his mind and just replaying old memories of, of things that happened. And it was just a, uh, what do you, it's not a bottle. Is it a bottle episode? Yeah. No, it's like a yeah. bottle. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like a bottle episode. So yeah. And you'd think that Star Trek next generation had, had the funds. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't need to stretch it. You know, just say, Hey Gene, give us a little, give us a little more money to, to finish up this season. We have a great idea. But uh, yeah, no. So it, it felt that way, and and you don't see it that often in movies. 
it happens. But it, it's not something that, that I mean, I'm trying to think right now of a movie which does something like this. And I, the only ones that I can think of are maybe like parts of, of a series. Yeah. You know, but not not a standalone movie. I, I, I can't think of, I, I, I was trying to think all day of, of different examples of, of something and I, I couldn't think of anything. You know, a specific movie that does it like yeah. the way they do it here. For some reason, Mission Impossible 2 comes to mind because I know that they replay clips of, of various moments of the the, the movie kind of that that's led up to that point. I don't know why that one just came in came into right. my head. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch right. of examples, but yeah, but yeah. No, nothing stands out for me at this point. Yeah, but. Uh... Yeah. And so, I mean, they, they do a nice job of this. And, and you know, I, I think it's also somewhat of a reminder for, for the for the viewer of what has happened over the course of, of this movie. You know, the, the way that, you know, Neil was suffering throughout all of these different uh, endeavors throughout. And he's finally reached the point where, okay, he doesn't need, you know, he, he can actually look back at this and laugh and, and have good memories about it. And say to himself, "Well, you know what? I, I actually did have a good time yeah. with Elle. This this wasn't as bad as I thought it was at the time." I really like the sort of montage nature of of this and and yesterday's minute, the kind of reminiscing, and it's really interesting that it builds this. It's the culmination of this relationship between these two men, and you don't get a lot of relationship building stories, movies with uh, two middle-aged male characters, you know? Um, I think this one does a really good job of building these two, this relationship between these two guys. And, um, you know, you could have swapped the, the actors and made it a, a rom-com, you know, to, I mean, there, there've been plenty of, uh, on the road style movies with uh, a guy and a girl, and and one of them they they end up in a relationship together by the end of the movie, and you know you, this story could have been that too, you know. Uh, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, they definitely do a great job with that. No question about that. Um, all right, so one of the things we do every day we talk about the differences between the script, the 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 final script, and the final edit of the movie. And we actually have lots of differences here because the, they're the, first of all, as we mentioned yesterday, none of the montage fits in there. So this starts off where you see the outside of the Wilmot subway station. Okay. And uh, they show a taxi pulling away from the front. And then we see Neil get off the train, walk into the station and He's reading a newspaper, and then suddenly he falls out of the frame. And then we see Nick, uh, we see Neil pick himself up off the floor, and he turns to see what he's tripped over. And what do you think he's tripped over? That trunk. Dell's trunk. That's right. And he turns around angrily, and he sees Dell sitting on a wooden bench. And he he smiles at Dell, and then he can't understand why Dell is there. Because, you know, this is 
basically what, what, what they were trying to tell us with the taxi was is that Dell somehow got in a taxi and got to the station that Neil was traveling to before Neil got there. So, you know, he's sort of, uh, you know, uh, stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's possible that you could call it that. And then we get the exact same end line from this with Dell. What are you doing here? So, I mean, it's interesting that it's completely different. Yeah. You know, you have the, the same punchline of Dell. What are you doing here? But, but the, the, the story is completely. Yeah. Yeah. It has, they have nothing to do with each other. You know, those two setups, I guess. Yeah. This one, the, the one they filmed, it's, it's, uh, Neil is making a decision like, no, I I need to go back for my friend. The other one, yeah, it sounds like Dell being uh, needy, like he's going to, he knows where Neil's going to be, so he's going to be there so that he can continue the journey with him. Yeah, that they, they, I'm glad that they went with the one they filmed. Yeah, it's creepier than the other. Yeah. One. There's no question about that. <laughs> All right. So a segment that we do every day is off the beaten track where either myself or my guest will give a little story about some adventure or misadventure that one of us has had over the journey of life. So once again, everyone gets another story from me today. So back in this must have happened in 1994, I think, or maybe it was 93. It was either 93 or 94. I, I was a uh, counselor in a uh, youth organization, and I was I was uh, I it was a large part of it for many years. And then after I graduated, I was in the youth organization throughout uh, junior high and high school. And then afterwards, I became a, a counselor for for it. You know, they had like different weekend getaways and stuff like that. And I remember that we that I was visiting in the states and. I, they, they had a weekend in Cleveland in like a, a camp in Cleveland. So I decided I was going to go. I was going as a counselor. So yeah, this must have been in 93. So I uh, convinced my parents to let me take the spare car. So I drove from Detroit to Cleveland, which if I remember correctly is about a three and a half hour drive, something like that. And one of the things as a counselor was, is that, you know, at night you need to make sure that the, the, all the, the campers go to, go to bed at a normal time. And they weren't doing that. And we saw a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of kids that were a little in the woods. So I took my car, turned on the brights and started driving into the woods and, you know, going over the little bumps and stuff like that. And, you know, that we finally got the kids all to bed. And then the following day we were traveling. I, I had to take someone to the airport. Uh, one of my friends needed to get to the airport. I was driving to the airport. And as I was driving to the airport, the car just died. I remember I was on the exit ramp to the airport and I didn't know what to do. This was the days before cell phones. So it made things uh, a little bit more difficult. I, you know, needed to get in touch with my parents back in Detroit to get in touch with AAA or whatever it is. And I, I finally got, I, I flagged down someone who drove me to, to the airport and I was able to, to call my parents on a payphone. They gave me the, the, the information for the AAA. I called for a tow truck and then I needed to get back to the car. I currently don't remember how I got back. I must have 
I must have taken a taxi or whatever to get there because I don't think I would get a just hitch a ride yeah. from somebody from the airport back to the airport uh, lounge or whatever uh, the, the 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 exit ramp or whatever it is. And then I eventually, you know, the, the car had to be uh, towed back to Detroit because they they said that the the oh, engine wow. was gone. And basically, they they. <laughs> You know, my, my parents only found out a, a few weeks later what the problem was or whatever. Thankfully, I was able to take the bus back with everybody. You know, I was able to, mm -hmm. to figure that all out. That wasn't that wasn't really an issue. And basically, the mechanic told my parents that it happened because I was apparently driving fast over potholes, and that somehow I broke the chassis of the the engine or something like that. And to this day, uh, what is it? Almost thirty years later. My parents still do not know <laughs> what I did. <laughs> I never told them, you know, at, you know, when I was, when I was 18 and did it or 19, I, I didn't tell them. And to this day, I still have not told them how that happened. It, it, it cost them, I guess, a few thousand dollars to, to refurbish yeah. that, that engine for the spare car for the spare. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, it was, it was the car yeah. that all the kids used. So it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, it was, as I mentioned earlier, in the week, it was, it was a clunker. So it wasn't wasn't the best car, but uh, I I'm much smarter and wiser today than I was then. I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought that's a, a little fun story to, For sure. to tell. So Travis, you want to tell people once again how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, you can find me. Uh, I did one of these movies by minutes podcasts uh, a couple of years ago. Now uh, we, I did Watchmen Minute with uh, with Eric Nash. And that is a completed project. You can go and find all 186 uh, minutes of the, uh, the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen are, are all there for your listening pleasure. We also did the I don't know, 10 episodes maybe of uh, HBO's Watchmen. We did a little recaps kind of after each of those episodes came out. So yeah, that's all available. Just search Watchmen Minute. Is is it worth watching the HBO miniseries? I loved the Snyder cut of okay. Watchmen, and so like I didn't want to ruin it by mm. by watching the the miniseries. What, no, what no, no. It, the yeah, the HBO series. It's a great season of television. Uh, I think it's it works okay as a follow up to the movie. Not doesn't real. I mean. It's more of a follow-up to the comic book, you know, that, that journey or that story set like 30 years later, and it kind of picks up where some of those uh, pieces were left. But it also gives you a lot of really good information that informs how the whole thing got started, you know, back with some of the characters that were the, the first superheroes in that, that, uh, that world. So, so I, I should I should rewatch the the Snyder version before I watch the miniseries again. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just to uh, refresh my just to refresh my memory of it, or is everything already going to be explained? Um, I mean, honestly, you might have a better journey with it if you reread the book, or I don't know if you've read it before. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. But I, have. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I would probably say maybe do both, you know, read the book. If you're, if you're prepared to go down a, a Watchmen path, you know, read the book, watch the movie, and then check out the HBO series. So, yeah. Okay. 
That sounds uh, sounds like a plan. And do it all while listening to Watchmen Minute. <laughs> of course, that's the whole point. Of course, it? yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and finding me is very simple. You just do a quick search for Movie a Minute. You can find my website. You can find me on Twitter, or you can find me on Facebook. So, Travis, you feel like coming back tomorrow and finishing off the week? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get to my final destination here. Well, yeah, you're you're in an abandoned yeah. train station, so who knows? And and the question is, which train station are you in? Uh, there, we we go back to what we were talking about earlier this week about uh, you know multiple universes. Mm. You know, are are we back in the old train station? You know, on uh, Van Buren, or are we in the new one? Mm. Who knows? Well, I don't have to come back tomorrow and listen to that. But until then, you're fine. You're fine.